What if there was a way to hack your brain? To figure out why you're not taking the action you know you need to, and why the action you are taking isn't working? Well, there is. And this podcast is designed to show you how to do that, to see your mind, to coach yourself, and ultimately to create the life and business of your wildest dreams without the hustle or the stress. I'm your host, Elizabeth Salazar. Let's dig in. Hello there. Welcome back. Episode 87. Today, we're going to talk about voting for the results you want. In two podcasts ago, my conversation with Simone Soul about emotions that make us money, one of the things that she brought up was this idea of, like we were talking about done energy, and she's like, you know, I don't, I don't really think of it like that, which I love, right? Like why do we hire coaches? Why do we surround ourselves with brains that are different? And oh man, because we want to find the ways that they think differently. And so she said those words to me, like, I think about it like this, and my mind has just been thinking about that ever since. And so I wanted to create this podcast for you. I wanted to share with you what I've been thinking about from that, because I often talk about done energy. I love done energy. It feels fantastic. And when I add this next element of voting for the results I want, I feel like it like ties it all together and puts the bow on the top and just completes it. So here we go. Voting for the results you want, it it comes from a place where it's like right now today, you are where you are. You have what you have. You've created what you've created, right? You just are right here. The results you have are, are exactly what they're supposed to be. And then what's in front of you, right? What's in your future, are paths, they're options, they're things that you're choosing. Now you're listening to this and and because you are listening to this, I suspect you are a, a person who's decided in the future something you want. Sometimes we call this a goal, sometimes we think of it as like a vision of where we're going, however you think of that. But there are paths that are options that you can go down. And there is the path which is that you get everything you want. Everything in your mind right now that you can imagine, you create it. So for some of you, that is having 20 one-on-one clients. For some of you, that's having 20 one-on-one clients and launching a group. For some of you, that's building a million-dollar business. For some of you, that is... I can't actually think of anything else. (laughs) Doing it, oh, here's what it might be. Doing all of that with ease and calmness and kind of a steadiness rather than that like frantic, do more hustly energy, right? It's it's the experience of it. So so that's one thing, right? Like one one path that you are voting for. And then there might be another path that's in your future and and also possible. And that one might be that you stay exactly the same. 
and I don't think we think about this, like our brain wants us to say the same. So the default, if you do nothing, your brain's like, perfect, I can do this, I can maintain this, and it will just keep you the same. Not because it's working against you, right? Your mind loves you, it wants you to, you know, stay exactly the same. <laughs> and your brain's like, the way I can love you the best is to help you stay exactly the same. You won't, you know, you won't die probably. And then that third option, and what I love about this is one of my clients, I'm like, yeah, but like, could it happen? And she's like, yeah, it could totally happen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you're right. When we think of it in this terms, it's that fear, like everything will crumble. Everything will fall apart. Yes, I have these clients, but they will all quit. So I want you to imagine there's just these three paths. Now, of course, there's lots of other things we can vote for. But really, if we think about where we're going, those are the three paths. And then what we're going to experience along the way is just a delay in voting. Like we just, we, we don't vote. We like wait. And why do we wait? It's usually emotions. No, it's always emotions. It's confusion. It's uncertainty. It's um, worry. It's overwhelm. It's distraction. It's being obsessed with the things that don't create the results we want. And those things slow down our voting. So it's not that when you're staying in those emotions that you're voting for, you know, your whole business crumbling. No, that's not quite right. Because you still have an intact that like default of staying the same. So if anything, right, when you delay voting, you just are kind of voting for staying exactly the same. But when you know where you're going and you know what you want and you think about all of these as being options and you think I get to vote, every day becomes a new opportunity to vote for the path you're creating. Now, I want to go to the the path where you vote for everything to crumble and fall apart. Because there is an element, I think, that people worry about this. And I have definitely thought this through where I'm like, yeah, everything could crumble. And the reason I want you to go there is because you're actually creating a sense of acceptance of like that could happen. And if it did, I'd be okay. Right? It wouldn't be fun. It'd probably be very uncomfortable. And I'll be okay. Now that's important because when we are fearful of one of the options, we have we we like we're, it's almost like we're looking at it, but we're like like resisting it rather than just letting that acceptance of it being a possibility be there. Then the next thing I think about is how likely is that option? How likely is it? If we think about um, if we think about this in terms of weight loss, I think what people think is going to happen in their business is that they're going to just gain a hundred pounds in a week. But that doesn't happen, right? We don't, we don't, our whole business doesn't crumble in a week. It crumbles one decision at a time, one thought at a time, one man thing that happens in our business that breaks down what we believe it about ourselves or about our future. And we don't catch it and like build it on purpose. Like that's how it crumbles one thought at a time. 
I actually went to the doctors this week. I have tendinitis in my knee. And so it was starting to hurt. And I was like, okay, I gotta, gotta get this figured out. So they were gonna send me to physical therapy. And so I go to the doctor, I take my husband's Jeep, which is a little bit higher up than my van. And I park beside these rocks. I get out, right? I'm getting out of a high vehicle. I'm getting out into rocks and I fall. And as I'm getting up, I feel shaky. I feel not scared, right? But just that like vulnerable um, uh, feeling. And I thought in that moment, like, ah, this is what old people think and feel. Like this is how they experience their own fragility. I don't know if that's a word, but right, you get it, fragileness. This is how they feel. And then what do they do? They begin to behave from fear. They begin to be more cautious. They begin to view everything from a place of fear that they might fall. And then they in turn like stop living their life so fully and their body actually becomes more fragile because of what they're thinking and beha- how they're behaving. And, and in that experience, I thought this is exactly what entrepreneurs do. This is what coaches do in their business. They fall and they make it mean something that, that almost creates this fragility in them as they move forward, this, this fear, this uncertainty, this self-doubt. And, and in business, what that falling is, is it's failing. It's setting a goal and failing. It's wanting something and not creating it in the time frame you wanted. And then it creates this fragility if you're not careful, if you don't think about it on purpose, if you don't have a community or a coach there to help you look at it in a way that your brain doesn't normally think about it, it creates a fragility in you. And when you build those things up one decision at a time, that's how a business breaks down to the point where everybody quits. Because that one breakdown can then lead to having thoughts about yourself like, oh man, I don't know if I can help my clients. I don't know if I'm the best person to do this. Like, oh, obviously if people wanted this, they would hire me. Like, I'm putting so much stuff out there, right? Like that breakdown happens one thought at a time. One experience that you don't think on purpose about at a time. And it won't happen quickly, right? The breakdown of our business, I think that's what we worry, right? We worry that like 100 pounds will happen in a week, but it's not. It's that, it's that five pounds a year. It's that 15 pounds a year that adds up and it does the same thing in your business. So now let's look at voting for the future you want. And, and thinking about this is showing up every day to vote for the future you want. The thing I was thinking about, like what slows down our voting? What delays it? And it's very simple things like judgment. When we judge ourselves, when we judge what we did yesterday, when we judge what we didn't do yesterday, when we judge that we should be somewhere different than we are, We slow down our voting for what we want in the future. Obviously, we don't do it on purpose. It seems like a really reasonable place and 
to be thinking about when we're doing it, but it slows us down. When your mind is pointed at the past, when your mind is is in that state of like, I'm never going to figure this out. I don't know what to do. Um, this isn't working. Um, I shouldn't have done it like that. Like, oh my gosh, I'm such a, right? Like all that stuff. I think about what's that look like in weight loss? It looks like, oh my gosh, I ate that thing. I shouldn't have eaten that thing. I'm never going to get there. This is not like, uh, this is never going to work. And it's dwelling on that thing rather than being curious. And what this looks like in business is setting a goal, not hitting it. And then rather than judging yourself and making that mean something like, I'll never, I never hit goals. I'll never figure this out. This is taking so long. Rather than going into that judgment cycle, you get into a curiosity cycle. You're like, okay, but why? What happened here? What, what can I learn from this? What can I learn from myself? Because that's the difference, right? The people who move the fastest learn from themselves instead of trying to go and learn from somebody else. Trying to like, oh, what, what does their podcast say? What does that book say? What is that structure? What is that formula? You learn it from yourself. So you vote for your future every day. But sometimes the thing that slows you down from voting in this moment is judgment or comparison. They're doing it like this and I'm not. They've got it figured out, right? Suddenly, if you think of your energy and where you get to, like if your energy is something you get to, to point, direct, and use, when you compare yourself, now suddenly you're taking your energy, your focus, and you're putting it on someone else. So again, we're not pointing to the future with our votes. We're, we're pointing to the past with judgment and we're pointing kind of sideways with comparison. Like, ah, uh, right? Like our, our energy is like dissipating, but it's not going towards voting for the future you want. So voting for the future you want, I want to make sure I'm really clear with what do we vote with? What are we voting with? It's not these little wooden coins. What we vote with every day are our thoughts, but let me be more specific, I will. Our thoughts, our feelings, are in our actions. Now, that sounds very like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. But what does that mean? When we vote with our thoughts, I'm going to use this example of, of a podcast, right? We're on episode 87 of this podcast. But once upon a time, this podcast didn't exist. I had so much mind drama. What is mind drama? Thoughts about starting this podcast. I wanted to have the perfect name for it. I agonized. Like, I don't know what to call it. I agonized over what was the right content. What should I talk about? I should know, I should be more clear on what I teach and what my business is before I start up, right? Like I had all of these thoughts and, and when I stayed inside of those thoughts right there, we know what I voted for. I voted for staying the same, having no podcast. 
But even that, it's not really voting staying the same. It's almost like staying the same, but with the like more awful experience. Because <laughs> if you just stayed the same and you were like happy with it, that would be very different than wanting to vote for another future, but not. That's what feels really uncomfortable. So I voted for the future where this podcast exists 87 podcasts later. I voted for this 87 podcasts ago. And I voted for it over, it was probably months. But the voting started even years before that. It started when I knew that I wanted to have a podcast, when I wanted to be a podcaster. That's when the voting started. It was slow. It was, you know, like I didn't really know how it was going to look in the very beginning. And then as I got more serious about bringing it to life, all the other junk came up that I had to work through, right? And, And that's the beauty of a goal is that it brings up the stuff you have to work through. But if you're so focused on the only thing that matters is the goal, the result, the thing, you actually skip over everything you needed to learn for it to become the norm. So when I was going through to create this podcast, I had to work through a lot of thoughts and vote with my thoughts, right? We know what thoughts won. It wasn't those thoughts. I had to come in and create other thoughts, I had to vote with thoughts like why I wanted a podcast, why I was willing to be uncomfortable and do it anyways. I voted with a willingness to get it wrong. In fact, I think one of my thoughts was, I'm willing to start this podcast and in some number of episodes decide to close the whole thing down and start over. That was part of what helped me to just get started right? And I voted by shifting and changing my thoughts to get me to take the action that I wanted to take, right? We vote with our emotions. So when I was in that space of uncertainty and doubt and confusion, I was voting to not create it, right? Notice how it's all tied together. It's not like it's just one. No, these three components are tied together by a string. And so when you pull them all, when you're aware of them all in play, you are a powerful creator. Whereas most people are just aware that the action is there. They don't know that the other pieces are there. That would be like looking at a plant growing And thinking that the most valuable part of it was what you see. And so they never think about taking care of the roots. They spray it with a little water or they don't. They're just like, yeah, this thing looks great. It's obviously working. And they don't know that the roots are underneath it making it work. So you vote with your thoughts. You vote or delay voting with your emotions and with your actions. The other ways that you vote are with your time and with your money. Think about it. So often people are like, well, I mean, I just probably shouldn't spend my money on that. What are you voting for when you decide where you put your money, right? Because we're always deciding where we put our money. I was actually talking to my mom recently and uh, she told me she wants to hire a coach. So I obviously found her 12,000 coaches to choose from. (laughs) No, I didn't, not 12,000. But... I was like, okay, here's some coaches. 
And then she started thinking about buying a vehicle. Now, we're still in in mid-process of the story, so I don't know what she ends up doing. But when she thinks about having and spending money, where where she is voting with that money she has is on a vehicle. And when I hear that, I'm like, what? No, a vehicle is not more valuable than coaching. A vehicle is like, like rightly, like, this is what I believe as a coach who values, who invests, who, who sells, right? Like I don't just sell coaching. I buy coaching. I believe in coaching. I see the power of coaching because what I know coaching is, is going to the source of why we do it all, how we create it all. And so she can say, right, like, I want more money in my life. But then what she uses to vote with, right, when she uses her money, she uses it to vote for, possibly, a car, which will create no money at all. But it creates a sense of security. It creates a sense of, um, what's that thing when you, like, look good to people? Uh, Whatever, whatever that is, right? It creates this sense of who you are. And the hardest thing we do is we vote for something like our brain when some other thing to vote for looks more flashy. We vote with our money. We make choices based on what we think will create the results we want. So in that situation, right, what does she want? Does she want the security of a vehicle that can drive across the country? Or does she want the the brain that can create money that can process through and and create the results she wants more quickly. That's always what we're voting for. And I've been very aware of this my whole life when I think of money. I haven't done it in a lot of, like I don't do it in every area, but when I think about money, I've always thought about money as a thing that I'm choosing what I want to do with it. Not based on today, but on the results I want to create. So it was actually very easy for me to not take vacations, not buy new clothes, not, um, what else did I not do? I don't know. I just didn't buy a lot of stuff because I knew I was intentionally voting with my money. So now that I have more money and I get to like vote with different choices, it's like, oh, this is really strange because there was the point where I just shopped at the Goodwill like five years ago. It wasn't that long ago. I only shopped at the Goodwill. I only shopped like for secondhand clothes. And now when I'm to the point where I'm like, I've, I've started buying outfits, like the whole thing. I'm like, what's the whole outfit? I do not want one piece, <laughs> right? It's because I used my money to vote for something five years ago, 10 years ago, right? I've been voting. So you vote with your mind, right? Your thoughts, your feelings, your action, You vote with your money and you vote with your time. Now, time is a fun one because some of you are like, yeah, no, I'm really killing it on the voting with my time one. But usually what that means is that you're spending a ton of time obsessing about what you want. You're spending a ton of time doing stuff. But if it's not creating the result you want... It's possible that the vote isn't quite, right, taking all three variables into account. Your thoughts, your feelings, and your your action. It's not tying them all together. But you already have the habit of building, of of voting with your time. And that's actually fantastic. Because the opposite of voting with our time is, is that we let distractions pull us away from our priorities. 
the opposite of, of voting with our time is that we value um man I was getting ready to say that I'm like I don't know about that but I'll say it anyways we value the comfort of watching Netflix of spending time with our families right I'm not saying don't spend time with your family but I'm saying if you are running and building a business expect to work and run your business but I see this even in myself where I have these set hours but because I work from home and because my family is all here, sometimes I have this thought where I'm like, well, I mean, I'm building this so I can be with my family. Why wouldn't I just go be with them right now? It's I have to keep choosing to vote for what I want with my time. I'm choosing to spend my time this way. When I'm sitting in my office and I hear my children outside screaming in delight and playing, it's not that I can't go out there and experience that with them. It's that I'm choosing to get the thing done that I'm doing now, and then I'm choosing to use the time that I'm with my family to be with my family. We vote with our mind and the things that come from the mind, like our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. We vote with our money, and we vote with our time. Those are our assets. So I want you to think about where are you going in the future? What's the results you're creating? How do you vote for that today? How do you catch yourself delaying voting with judgment or comparison? And how can you be okay with that possibility that it all crumbles and falls apart? Right? Creating that entire visual for yourself and walking yourself through it so that every moment you can just keep voting. You can just keep voting from an intentional place. Okay, I hope that this is just ridiculously helpful in painting that picture for you because I love it. I'm I'm using this in my business. I'm using this in my weight loss and it just really helps me and I know it's going to help you too. Okay, have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning into today's episode of the Strategic Mindset Podcast. Before you go, take a minute and leave a review and hit that subscribe button. (laughs) These are actually the only two ways that I have to know who's on the other end. And so if you haven't already, do those things and I'll see you next time. And I'll see you next time.